United States submarine base at Key West, Florida. The dispatch that quoted President Truman's press secretary, Charles Ross, as saying that President Truman has no knowledge of any secret project by this government that would give substance to the existence of such objects. Ross also said that both the Air Force and the Navy deny that such Hi. Hi. Um, first of all, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it old school actually. What? What? I hear you for a second there. What'd you do? I didn't fucking do anything. I turned down, I looked bare, and I was about to say he's gonna bark, and then I looked up. And I was like, why isn't she talking? But your mouth was moving. Great. You know what? Maybe it was just you know what? Now okay. we're gonna have to start over. Nope. No. No. Nope. This is showbiz, baby. We keep going. Speaking of you saying that, I was going to say, I'm going to take it old school with our intros. Um, hey, what's up? My name's Noelle, and I am going to quote a tweet by at not Sophia Coppola. And it says, Sure, our president is an elderly man who thinks Egypt is Mexico, but we also have a vice president who is perpetually under the influence of quaaludes. That's just rock and roll, baby. Greatest country on earth. <laughs> Wait, I have one that I want to share then. Okay. Do and it. it's not a tweet, I believe, but I wasn't hiding my meat from the world. I was hiding the world from it. Signed, Poppy. And that is the fake Instagram story of Drake talking about his mm-hmm. video leaking online. So. <laughs> I'm Poppy. What's that about? (laughs) I am the meat that needs to be hidden from this world. Oh, yeah. Honestly, it was a scary sight at fucking seven in the morning. Um, (laughs) 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 Um, But anyway. um, Oh, no. Next Thursday? When's Valentine's Day? Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay. So we're fine. We're fine. I was, oh, well, I guess we should ask then, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? Man, I'm going to Chili's and I'm getting their spicy marks. I'm getting fucked up at 4 p.m. So fucking good. That sounds so good. And I know that you're not joking because I've been sent videos of you stumbling out of a Chili's while the sun's still out. Dude, it's mine and Oliver's just oasis. It is our Avalon. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, we were actually, when we were planning the big wedding, that's where we were going to do the reception. So dude, if Chili's just had like one fucking vegan option, I would be there probably once a week. If I'm being brutally honest, they barely have vegetarian. I think I go there and I'm like, can I get the side of sliced tomato, please? And then they always serve it to me with bacon on top. And then I just can't hammer it up margaritas. So um, we would like to be home by 6 p.m. in bed by 7 p.m. Hungover, yeah. bright-eyed and bushy-tailed Thursday morning. Let's go. Well, what, what do you have planned? Um, I believe we are going to Brewies because Hard Boiled, which is one of the many free Wednesday showings, um, mm-hmm. is showing a true romance with. Christian Slater and Patricia Arquette, which is one of my favorite movies. Oh, that would be fun. I think we're going to do that. And it's very cute because um, going to like hard boiled and Kung Fu movie night, as you are well aware of. um, And there's even more now there's like horror themed ones too. Um, When I and I Salt Salt Lake movie massacre is the horror one. And then there's a B movie one to beer goggles. Um, Mm -hmm. And they're every Wednesday free at Peruvia's in Salt Lake. Um, When Ty and I first started hanging out, that's what we would do. We would take like five shots because he lived down the street. We'd take like five shots of tequila and then we would stumble on over and have the time of our lives. So it's going to be fun to go back and do that and watch a super fun movie for Valentine's Day. And hopefully if I'm lucky, I will steal a movie poster, which is typically my M.O. Yeah, I wish that the Brewies in Ogden wasn't so crusty. I honestly think all it takes is you emailing them. Because there's even, I was followed recently by an account that's trying to do anime movies. Like, they just want business. So if they're like, yeah, show a fucking free movie, dude. Just because they're making money off of alcohol and food. Yeah, maybe. Because what's happening on a Wednesday, you know? When I say crusty, I mean... Mormon. 
No, I mean, just oh. gross. It's just dirty in there. Well, yeah, it's, it's like gross. kind of gross too, but in like a sleigh way. Also, I'm so no, terrified it's... saying this because last time we talked shit on a local establishment, it was clipped and sent to them. Shout out. Who, okay. Icono clad? Get <laughs> fucked. No. You're sellouts. God, no Who fucking, fucking Area 51. <laughs> Oh, you remember God, that? I forgot. You remember that, dude? I was gooped. Oh, I was cracked. I was I waking was in- up to that video yeah. being shared on fucking Area 51's Instagram account of me talking shit. I was like, oh, I'm gonna kill myself. Oh man! But it wasn't even bad. I was just I was making fun of the people who go there. So like, not making no. Fun you of the were we were. It was the nostalgia of the days where we went and we would like wrap ourselves in pleather and then not shower in the morning, which yeah. Area 51 opened our disgusting or opened its arms to our disgusting kind. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that they're still open their arms to mm-hmm. the yep. to the they, hot topic masses, like fucking they good for them. Changed, baby. They haven't changed. Uh, anyway, now that local businesses hate us, let's <laughs> <laughs> and people say, Hey, why don't you guys have more sponsors? And you know, this no. is it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, this is why we have we have Hellskate comics now yeah, is on out. our we we put them in every episode. They have a long running commercial, and you want to know why? Because they didn't fucking sell out and make all their shit too expensive. Yeah. So area 51. Friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast, Area 51. <laughs> yes. And Hellskate. But friends, Iconoclad kind of dead to me because <laughs> I need the you know meme. What you did. <laughs> I need the meme of the two guys handshaking and it's like no longer friends with. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I'm so glad. Currently and friends. Also, with. also savers. Y'all know you all did the yeah. same thing. You yeah. done did the same thing. But if you guys pay a dollar for Patreon, you know the recipe. I talk about the recipe on Patreon. <laughs> Behind the yes. table, I've got the recipe. So if you're trying like to theoretical, cook, our lawyers are saying that this yeah, is just a theoretical. You know, if you're interested in <laughs> yeah. um maybe yeah. cooking up some some stuff. So yeah. um let's keep on the train of groups that are going to hate us. Um and dive into this week's episode. I am so excited. The joy I felt in the throes of my period cramps yeah. when I got the email today <laughs> with the topic. Yeah. yeah. I was very excited. It's going to be a journey. I'm going to make you read Bible verses. Okay. Um, a section. <laughs> you know, sometimes this counts as just like my Bible session, but in a really weird tertiary kind of fun rock and roll way yeah it's rock and roll baby greatest country in the world (laughs) (laughs) oh shit okay so anyway asexual reproduction (laughs) typically leads to virgin births in non-human species i should say godzilla did it godzilla oh godzilla 2001 best fucking godzilla actually that's a lie i take that back godzilla um What's the recent one? Is it minus one? Minus one. one. Yeah. Godzilla minus yeah. one, the one in um, Japanese. That is actually so the best Godzilla. Yeah. And yeah. then second, Godzilla 2001, where, you know, she's having virgin births underneath New York City. So mm-hmm. slay. Um, besides Godzilla, it is also documented in cases with pit vipers, not the glasses, the snake, boa constrictors, sharks, Komodo dragons, and most recently, crocodiles. You know, insert mm-hmm. single ladies by Beyonce. Also, the dinosaurs from Jurassic Park. That is also life finds a way. That is also very true. The frog, but that's the frog DNA. Mm-hmm. Don't say this isn't a scientific podcast. Yeah, we. I'm getting. I'm going to talk about a scientific study. Oh, we are so oh. science based. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Facts only. And so, as we once again start our descent into the land of religion, I find myself personally asking what the fuck this was exhibited last week mm-hmm. when i didn't understand who had the magic powers of miracles what the timelines were i get confused all the time and on my journey to learn here we are last week chelsea brought up the fact that colonization turned greek myth into fictional lore and then the almost complete copy paste of the lore but with a christian spin 
has now been accepted as cold hard truth. Mm-hmm. Before we look into the thing that maybe we're all on the same page about that I'm going to talk about, let's talk about other cases of virgin birth real quick. So several religions and myths around the world throughout history, seriously, include stories of virgin births or divine conceptions. And here are just some examples. Um, In Hinduism, the goddess Parvati is said to have given birth to the god Ganesha by creating him out of the dirt she rubbed off during a bath, which is kind of slave, you're asking me. Oh, it's, I love this story, honestly, because is Ganesha is a man. So in Christianity, Ganesha is the elephant. um, The one that resembles an elephant with the arms. The, well, I mean, is cool, right? Is cool visually, I believe. Yeah. Um, But it's interesting because in, you know, Christian myth, as I'll call it, women were made from the rib of Adam. And in this, men are made by the dirt in bath water. You so, know what? Seems more accurate. Seems more accurate to me. Mm-hmm. And then we have Buddhism. Well, not a virgin birth in the traditional sense. The Buddha. Oh, man. I've never said Siddhartha. Siddhartha Gautama. Siddhartha Gautama, which I didn't even realize. The Buddha had a name, Slay. Um, his mother, I only know it because we watched a show about it in eighth grade as part of our history assignment. Well, look at your public school being a little better than mine. Thank you, Mr. Pusey. What's up? Yeah, ba, shout ba, ba, out. Ba, ba, ba. If he's on right, my professor, five stars, even though I don't think they do that for <laughs> elementary schools or middle school. Well, junior high. Junior high. Okay. We'll yeah. check it out. Um, Central Davis, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> watch that someone message you and be like, they actually don't provide free school lunches to kids anymore so fuck them so damn find out i'm not that's not true i'm not that's not i don't want to <laughs> like, like, drag like, them this school murdered cats yeah it's a really not, old school so i wouldn't be surprised if there's asbestos that does kill felines in there that's probably yeah but anyway his mother queen maya she dreamt of a white elephant entering her side and then was pregnant Oh, we get like kind of like the elephant um, symbolism in both. Yeah. In Greek mythology, as we learned last week, Dionysus was carried to term in the thigh of Zeus, which we could argue is virgin birth. (laughs) You know, you could, though, because you could. could. And also there's other um, Zeus gave birth birth to other children. I mean, I think Athena literally bashed his head in and that's how we got aphrodite because his blood fell on sea foam and you know the miracle of life continues Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so um i actually loved this one i had to write out the whole thing because summarizing it was confusing for me so in ancient egyptian religion horus is the son of osiris the god of the afterlife and isis the goddess of magic and healing Osiris was murdered by his brother, Set, who dismembered his body and scattered the pieces throughout Egypt. Isis, determined to bring her husband back to life, searched for and reassembled Osiris's body parts. Using her powers, she temporarily revived Osiris, and during this brief period, she conceived Horus without engaging in sexual intercourse by taking the form of a bird and hovered over Osiris's reassembled body, receiving his, quote, seed and becoming pregnant with Horus. I love Egyptian history like this. Like, they just did, they did a um, an Egyptian thing at the Utah Museum of Natural History, and it was fucking sick. And at the end of it, you got judged on whether you would basically go to heaven or hell. And I went to hell because that test was insanely hard. It was basically like, yeah. have you ever been mad before? And I was yeah. like, yeah. And they're like, well, then fuck you. Burn in hell, you fucking piece of shit. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it was really hard. That's how everyone it went to today. hell. Yeah. Everyone went to hell. Um, 
I always loved ancient Egyptian, dude. Ancient Egyptian religion, ancient Egyptian history. Do you remember those big ass books you'd get at the Scholastic Book Fair? What? What happened? Ah, hold on. What? Oh my God. I thought she was about to fall in the damn chair again. Look at well, this sick ass book that oh I got. Oh my fucking God. That's <laughs> sick. Egyptian, I got this after shit. the Egyptian thing. It's like shaped like a pyramid for those hold of you on, who wait. can't see it. Yeah. Keep it. Keep it. Hold on. Let me. There it is. I took a picture. <laughs> like it's seriously like it would be so okay, cool. Okay, explain the like, book. Explain the book. Yeah, so it's like a pyramid book. It's shaped like um, a pyramid, and it's just the pyramids and mummies of ancient Egypt. But it's like a tactile experience, like no, a pop up book. That's what I'm talking about, dude. Yes, those are the books, but they didn't come in the shape of a pyramid like that one. They were just like big ass books, and they had the pullouts, and they yeah. had the pop open, yep. and they had the slides. It was the most interactive shit in the entire world, just yeah. like this one. Except oh, I'm an adult, God. motherfucker. Yeah. All of this shit is sticky list, non-sticky, sticky list. That's what I meant. And pristine. Look at this. Wow. Look oh. at that open up. Look at that that's, open up. That is a 3D so experience. And look at look at that. She's I wish people could out. see what was happening. At what is that? Is that a map? What is that? She's pulling out a piece oh, of a hidden scroll. <laughs> She's pulling out a hidden scroll. <laughs> wow. See, oh, man. Yeah, you got to come over and about. play with this book. Yeah, that's what the fuck I'm talking about, dude. Yeah. So let's cool. drop the goddamn fairy smut books and let's bring back interactive historical books. I also still have your fairy book of the squish fairies where you catch them in the book and you squish yep. them. So if another, you want that back, it's actually right there. It's right next to my Furby. You can see it. It's like another fantastic addition to anyone's book collection that's what the fuck i'm talking about mm -hmm. so um yeah and that's ancient e we're we're gonna go down to ancient egypt next bitch in. <laughs> once we chew up christianity and spit yeah. it out yeah once i'm satiated which honestly with my hate for christianity might be never but anyway i'm trying to not i'm trying to understand the next one i will have a problem saying zoro Astrianism, Zoroastrianism. You killed it. Zoroastrianism. Yes. Is an Iranian religion, and the prophet Zoroaster was born to his mother, Dugdova, through a beam of divine light. And this is actually funny because when I think of a beam of divine light, I think of every religious picture that's like, and you probably know what the scene is. But it always looks like by a creek or a rock and they're like laying on it and then they look up and there's like a beam of light and it's supposed to be like the Holy Spirit or something. Do you know what I'm I think you're about? thinking of like a Joseph Smith where he like. Oh, God. <laughs> you're thinking of fucking Joseph, Joseph Smith, Smith by the creek. God. I think it's Jesus and John appear to him as angels, but yes. they look things. Exactly they're sit together. So you're, you're fucking taking Mormonism now. Oh my fucking god! But you know dude. what? Why not? Maybe yeah. Joseph Smith got pregnant. There's strays everywhere, dude. There's strays everywhere. <laughs> but it's it's the same shit that divine light. I feel like is a as a Christian ploy. Um, even though I barely consider Mormons Christians, but whatever. The next one we have is Roman mythology. And I feel like this is a common one. Um, the birth of the founder of Rome, Romulus, and his twin brother, Remus. Um, it's associated with the Vestal Virgin, Ray, Rhea Silvia. She claimed to have conceived the twins by the god Mars. But no intercourse. Um, and then lastly, there are a lot of Native American mythologies that feature stories of virgin births or the creation of important figures without the involvement of normal procreation. This is so crazy because I missed all of this last week when I was trying to find, like, doing the similarities and stuff. And nobody really mentioned the virgin birth, but it's so obvious here mm -hmm. when you talk about it. Like, because if you were like, yeah, uh, Rhea had a virgin birth by Mars, and I'd be like, okay. But then if you tell me, like, oh, Mary got preg impregnated by God via the Holy Spirit, but yeah, it's Christian. Yeah, it's, it's literally the same shit, dude. You hear what I'm doing? Yeah, that's a snip. Cut and paste, baby. Cut and paste. Um, so besides the fact that they're all the same, what is the point and meaning of a virgin birth, right? Because part of me was like, 
have we really always been obsessed with like virginity? What is that about? And I think the answer is maybe, but mostly no, because it's a little bit more complex than that. Virgin births are often considered miracles and are seen as a direct intervention by a divine force or deity. The birth of a child without the usual human means is a symbol of the individual's right to divine purpose. And when I say, um, like, as a direct intervention by a divine force or deity, this comes down to good storytelling, right? It's just how Lois Lane couldn't fuck Superman. It's the same shit. It's continuity. And when you want to make your hero have a hero's journey that was um, plucked from the stars into divine origin, but they're here on Earth, you need to explain why Superman can't fuck Lois Lane. And this is and this is how they do it. Mm-hmm. So the special status that also comes with virgin births may be associated with a specific mission or purpose, such as bringing about significant changes, delivering messages, and fulfilling prophecies. And this is another theme that every single one of the above-named religions has in common, as well as, as we know, Christianity, right? Yeah, because I would interpret it as you can't come from, like, mundane things if you're destined for greatness, and there's nothing less mundane than a woman who has sex. Yeah. I would also say that you you can't just pop out of nowhere, right? You can't. They didn't have industry plants back then. Yeah. So you had, if you had nothing and you were poor or you were like poor class, how would you become an influencer? And it was, yeah. you would claim that they were born by virgin birth. It's the earliest form of nepotism. Yeah. Honestly, that's how you force in nepotism. Mm-hmm. The idea of a virgin birth is sometimes associated with purity and holiness, but that is not really the main theme until we get to Juda- Judeo-Christian values. It's the above. It's the storytelling. It's the continuity. It's not until we get to Judeo-Christian belief that it becomes mm-hmm. um, connected with purity and holiness. Okay. The child born of a virgin is often considered free from the stain of original sin, which obviously, as we know, comes from Judeo-Christian belief, like lust or other impurities, Mm -hmm. quote unquote, and it helps put the exclamation point on their moral purity, right? On like why they're better than everyone else. In Christianity, the virgin birth of Jesus is seen as a central tenet of faith. It is believed that Jesus born of the Virgin Mary is the savior who came to redeem humanity from sin. So of course he would not be born of sin. Yeah. Yeah. That would be redundant. That would be like cancel. It would cancel each other out. It would be algebra. The virgin birth is closely tied to the theological concept of incarnation where God takes on human form. Mm -hmm. And the stories of virgin births may also serve as cultural and moral teachings, emphasizing faith, obedience, and the acceptance of divine will. Um, and you see the sense. you see the faith and obedience part in a lot of the uh, Greek and Roman religions, right? Sometimes, yeah. the, sometimes virgin birth is punishment. So, according to the New Testament of the Bible, Mary, a young woman in Nazareth who was about to get engaged at the time, I think that's like how they describe it. I'm assuming conversations and talks were happening about the engagement. And then they would inevitably get married. But so they were in the talks phase. They were in the chatting up phase. So at this time where she was getting chatted up, she was visited by the angel Gabriel, who said that she would conceive a child through the Holy Spirit. Mary remained a virgin and she gave birth to Jesus in Bethlehem. And now I am going to have Chelsea read the two biblical quotes. Um, The last one from the Gospel of Luke is only half of it, and it's the part that I thought was interesting. So, Gotcha. So we're going Matthew 1, verses 18 through 25. Yes. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. 
after her husband Joseph, being just a man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you should call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call him Emmanuel, which is God. Yeah. When Joseph woke up from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him, and he took his wife, but he knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. So, Chelsea, how do you feel about that? Yeah, that's what I've been taught my whole life. Makes sense to me. Was there any point, I need you to put on your um, devout hat. I need you to put yourself in the mindset of someone who is devout. Okay. Is there anything suspicious about this story to you? No. No. As someone who's devout? No. You would not think that a woman who is about to get engaged, showing signs of pregnancy to not the man she's going to be engaged to, would potentially maybe put her in a position to lie about her pregnancy? I would say, you're going to come at my fucking doorstep, shit-talking <laughs> Jesus' mom, this yeah. devout Christian home. Yeah. I'd light yeah. you on fire. That's true. Um, this this <laughs> is a theory. It is a theory. Some may call it a conspiracy that this all just started out with a young, desperate girl trying to fucking save face. That yeah. is a thought within some circles. I would say, um, as a Christian person, I don't believe that. Um, but there is a bit of magic and like mystery here in folktale, right? Where it's like, are you going to suspend belief and say that? Uh, you know what I mean? It's like hard to navigate the two worlds that I know exist and then the world of what uh, that I believe. Um, but when people say that to me, I'm like, I don't know, man. Maybe you have yeah. a point. I don't personally believe it, but that's what people say. And who's to fucking say who's right at the end of the day? We don't know what fucking happened. I mean, and this is similar. This is a similar note. If anyone's thinking about starting a religion, um, shout out Mormons, how they did where you, you know, make a prequel and then a sequel. Um, I think that there are versions of taking what we know and making it seem more based in reality. And if you, again, are studying religion, feel free to take notes here. Um, so in a similar way that we said last week, how, why don't they own the stories and the similarities? Like, why don't they say, oh, and here's proof that, you know, Jesus is God because these are all incarnations of him throughout history and throughout time. We have them documented, right? Like mm-hmm. Dionysus is Jesus. Like why, I, I think you should pitch it like that. And I also think you should pitch when it comes to the virgin birth that it wasn't a virgin birth and that divine purpose can come from normal people not fucked by God. And I think that would make me believe, like, do I think that Jesus is a man, Jesus, last name Christ, is a man who lived in Nazareth? Yeah. And I would buy it a little bit more if you sold it like that. Like, no, they had a baby the old-fashioned way, the good old not-pulling-out method. And Jesus was born, and he did all these super cool things as a child and was super kind and just and moral and blah, blah, blah. And then he grew up and became 33 and started doing miracles. And I would be like, damn, that is probably true. You know so, what this sounds like? You know what, what you sound like? What? It sounds like the criticisms that have come forth in The Last Jedi. <laughs> hear me out. Because a lot of people were like, why did Ray have to yeah. fucking be anything? Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I will still say this. I called that Ray was a Palpatine like years before that movie came out. And I'm still going to have that put on my gravestone. Um But you know what? I don't fucking know. This is one of those really dicey ones where I don't know how to navigate the waters because it's kind of a fundamental pillar of the Christian faith that he Mm -hmm. was born of a virgin birth. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, whether you want to say, like, could it be copy paste from other 
cultures and stuff that I'm like more okay with because I'm not going to take like a lot of stuff as fact, but it, it, you're, this is where it comes to like the cherry picking that you talk about. And I'm so horribly aware of this where I'm like, I don't know, man, all I can do is just pick and choose. Yeah. Uh, on there's parts of the Bible that I'm like, that's not fucking how it played out. Yeah. This is, this is meant to be interpreted. This isn't literal. And then there's other parts where I'm like, I don't know. I better not say anything against that. Cause I don't want to get in trouble. Um, yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't think like at the end of the day, um, how does it impact the, the belief? I, and that's the thing too, is like, yeah. does it really make, I mean, I mean, we once again come to the crux that is Catholicism because Catholics have a big affinity to the Virgin Mary outside mm-hmm. of them. I think uh, her being, her giving birth through virgin means or giving birth like a regular schmegular strong-willed woman like i feel like i honestly feel like leaning the other way would make the story more and powerful and impactful of this this modern woman (laughs) like raised uh the son of god and you know what i mean i feel like that would be more inspiring that would be super fucking cool because imagine like true divinity doesn't need to come from some mystical aligning of the planets or divine force, but like true divinity and like ascension in life is coming from like the fucking self-actualization of a woman who steps up to be like a good mom. Yeah. So, you know, again, if you're trying to make a new spinoff, like the Mormons did a few years ago, these are the notes. These are my editor's notes. Feel free to take them. No charge. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how I feel about that. And then we have just a section from the Gospel of Luke. Um, this is Luke 1, uh, verses 26 through 38. And Mary said to the angel, how will this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, the Holy Spirit will come unto you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child will be born and will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son, that old bitch. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. So, this one kind of makes me twiddle my thumbs specifically the um will overshadow you therefore the child to be born like uh, there's something like he will come upon you the holy spirit will come upon you what does that mean i they, do you know what i'm saying like sometimes i feel a little da vinci code sometimes i feel like they're telling us the truth in in the in between words do you know what i'm saying like i need you to put on your Take actually take the tinfoil hat off because I need you Mm. to be hit with thoughts of the Da Vinci code. And I need you to think like the Holy spirit will come upon you and the power of the most high will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called holy. Are they telling us that there is literal conception happening here with the will come upon you will overshadow you birth of a child well i mean if you want to go into like i have no idea how to interpret that but i would say like from the da vinci code like i would go into like original translations like what if what is holy we're interpreting that wrong what if this happened during an eclipse and that just means that during an eclipse you'll get pregnant you know that could be like you will be overshadowed that could be like the literal thing where the sun is eclipsed out the most high overshadowed like literal shadow yeah, or even, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Does that mean like someone in high power is going to physically come and visit you in the night, kind of eyes wide shut status? Mm-hmm. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. so just just a little Da Vinci Code to think about. And as I said before, do I find it a little suspicious that Mary is about to be engaged slash married, ends up pregnant, and it's now because of God? Sure, yeah, seems a little sus to me personally. Maybe a little bit of a PR move if you're asking me. But I am not the only one asking these questions, or at least accidentally. Researchers from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill were conducting research on adolescent health 
and stumbled across an interesting little phenomenon in the process. If you haven't guessed what that is, I'll tell you now. It's virgin births. In the modern age, this study was published in 2013, I believe. Amy Herring, PhD, professor of biostatistics at UNC's Gilling School of Global Public Health, and the study's lead author said, quote, actually, we weren't looking for virgin births at all. While analyzing data for a separate project that examined correlations of virginity in adulthood, we were surprised to discover, discover that a number of these individuals who stated they were virgins also reported pregnancies. Once we confirmed these were not programming errors, we became interested in understanding factors related to this type of response pattern. They That's then be wild. Yeah, isn't that wild? Enter like stealthing enters the chat. <laughs> <laughs> they, they then began to document the phenomenon of virgin pregnancies from this pool of participants. And this pool is just from the US since the 1990s. The study included 7,870 women and interviewed them confidentially multiple times over a 15-year period. Their age was averaging between 16 to 29 years old. To ensure... Does that... Are we okay with those numbers? Um, (laughs) I'll allow it. Well, you paused for a while, and I was like, I better say something, and I didn't have anything to add yet, so I just said, okay. Yeah, because I'm I'm trying not to heavy breathe on the mic like you do. (laughs) I run out of breath when I get too into the episode, and then it it just... Yeah, trust me. I'm trying. So... (laughs) To ensure honesty in the responses, state-of-the-art technology, including audio, computer-assisted self-interview, and computer-assisted self-interview questions were used, aka lie detectors. During each interview, participants disclosed their history of vaginal intercourse, use of assisted reproductive technology, and pregnancy experiences. The data was then used to categorize women based on their virginity status at the time of reported pregnancy. Additional information like age, their, the importance of religion to them, any sort of chastity pledge they may have taken, which if we want to talk about a freaking another Patreon episode with Typhoid Taylor, we have to have her talk about how she almost went the to a chastity ball or i think she did something happened at a chastity ball a southern chastity ball yeah so pin in that one because i remember it being crazy and (laughs) knowledge of various birth control methods this was all recorded this was all asked of them parents of the people in the study provided insights into discussions about sex or birth control while school administrators of the people in the report um, also added context of whether sex education was available in the respondent's school. Okay. So basically they're trying to rule out ignorance mm-hmm. based on like how sex, sex works and pregnancy happens. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So far so good. Of the 7,870 <laughs> women, 5,340 reported pregnancy And 45 of those, or 0.8%, affirmed their status as virgins and did not use assisted reproductive technology like in vitro fertilization or other fertility treatments. So essentially, they're like, they didn't find the loophole of of how you could technically kind of do a modern non-vaginal intercourse, therefore, according to the Catholics, virgin birth. Yep, exactly, exactly. Got it. So these 45 women said that they were having virgin births. Okay. Which is kind of a crazy number for me. That's a, that, I will hear, I hear about hysterical pregnancies. I don't hear about virgin births. These are actually pregnant people. It's not just people having a hysterical pregnancy. Nope. So now it's like, what what's going on? Yeah, these are actual pregnant people who will later in nine months give birth to a human. Okay. These women were also more inclined to have committed to chastity pledges, 31% of them, 
compared to non-virgins with reported pregnancies, 15% or other virgins, 21%. Virgins who reported pregnancy were more likely than non-virgins to have parents who didn't talk or communicate about sex and birth control with their child. Okay. So it's kind of getting into what I would assume like the stealthy Catholic type stuff of like the, the old Catholic loophole, if you know what I mean. Yep. Or the Mormon loophole of soaking and your friend jumping out of the bed. Yeah, um, stealthing is totally different. I don't know why I said stealthing. Stealthing is when you don't wear a condom when you said you did. You know, it's okay. There's so many terms and, you know, we don't even have a glossary. <laughs> thank, you. thank you. There's yeah, no footnotes um, on this self-written episode. There's not. And I didn't think about all of the different terms for getting around Jesus's peeping eyes. Yeah. So many words start with S's. Yeah. Like soaking and slutting stealthing. and stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Stealthing well, is what a baby does in a virgin birth. <laughs> <laughs> that is. That is. Um, Jesus was born of stealthing. So on average, virgin virgins gave birth at a younger age, the median age of them being 19.3 years old, we'll just say 19, compared to non-virgins who were around 21, 21.7 if we want to be technical. The perceived importance of religion was linked to the importance of virginity, but not specifically to virgin pregnancy. So I personally feel in my PhD program that this sentence affirms my thoughts on the whole virgin birth thing sometimes you're 19 and sometimes you made a chastity pledge where your dad gave you a chastity ring to wear which is really fucking creepy and you went to a little ball about it and it's you sign a pledge to your dad that you will remain a virgin and it's really fucking weird and then you get pregnant and you have no means to understand it or do anything about it because of both the lack of education and understanding around you and also religious confinements and also your age, et cetera, et cetera. And so now all of a sudden you've got to explain why you're having birth in the bathroom of your high school. And that's where I think virgin births come from. So it's interesting that she says it and doesn't say it because she says that, in her opinion, people believe themselves to be virgins at the time of child's births Mm -hmm. and that this is either going to be inaccuracy in their education Mm -hmm. or, and the fact that this happens, happens with girls who are most likely having signed chastity pledges, which means that like sex is bad and losing your virginity is losing like a core piece of your identity. So I wonder if they're traumatized into thinking they're virgin births, or I wonder if they're just ignorant about sex education where they don't realize that some shit counts as sex. Yeah. But there are some who have both have not signed chastity pledges and have received sex education and still claim to have virgin birth. So it's a really interesting study. So all of this to say, while the study uses meticulously crafted questions and advanced self-interview technology, the testers acknowledge that self-reported measures on potentially sensitive subjects are susceptible to respondent bias and misclassification, which is what we're talking about here. But... Despite all that, there are still people who, as we just said, have sex education, understand how procreation works, say that they are virgins meaningfully with their whole chest and are pregnant. Yeah. What? So if you, let's say that you and I are virgins and we get Mm. pregnant, like how would we, with the knowledge that we have about sex education and don't believe in the concept of sacred virginity? How would we explain that away? Then someone would just have to say, like, what? Mental illness? But what if you think that you're sane? Are you just fucking insulted? I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, is it detrimental 
to let these women believe in their whatever conception that they believe, or do they have to like go to therapy or does like child services step in? I mean, that's I wonder how this is classified. Yeah. How, what's the next step here? You've done to my face. Yeah. Yeah. Because the conclusion of all this is that despite potential respondent bias, so people trying to protect themselves, um, like our bathroom situation or misclassification, and taking in the marginal room for errors, they still come to the conclusion that approximately 0.5% of women maintain their virgin status, refrained from using assisted reproductive technologies, and still reported experiencing virgin births. That's wild. So, isn't that fucking crazy? That is cr- Yeah, because I didn't think, I, I like I said, like, I thought I did blah, 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 yeah. blah. Yeah. It's like a hysterical pregnancies, but I didn't know that this was so common. Because when you hear about women who claim that they're pregnant, usually, like, you associate it with, um, like, what you see on TV. Like, maybe homeless people with, like, drug or mental health issues. Mm-hmm. But this was, like, a study done, and they likely would have ruled that stuff out because it went on for 15 years. And they yep. didn't mention any significant statistic concerning mental health. Nope. No statistics concerning mental health or socioeconomic statuses. So I don't it, know how to explain it. I don't know. Um, all I'm trying to say is, where's the Catholic Church in this? Why aren't they picking up these these stories? It's interesting. And it, it brings my question of um, what makes some virgin births important and others not? Yeah, I was just going to say. I would ride this shit out, dude. Everyone is so ready for a new Messiah. I would ride this shit the fuck out. So. That's crazy. Yeah, you've kind of blown my mind. I didn't know this was even like a modern thing that was still happening. I know you and I briefly talked about it happening in other countries, but Mm -hmm. that was a little bit more insensitive based on how that actually impacts women. So we're only focusing on the the United States. Yes. So we're not looking at this at a global thing. Within the United States, I didn't know that you'd think that that would get talked about, but it's just probably like just dismissed of like another complex women's issue. Yeah. Yeah. And it probably is super complex, but it's also interesting um, to think about it in the scope of religion because- the chastity pledges come from religion, right? Like it's yes, a, it's yeah. an offshoot of that. And um, so they might not correlate to being like, I'm the Virgin Mary, but the font is the same. You know what I mean? See, what would be cool, what would happen is if this got flipped on its head and people are like, you can't fuck with women because of their potential capacity to birth the next messiah well i think that's what fucking pro-lifers are saying (laughs) well but it's like imagine (laughs) if like imagine if that guy like whipped his penis out at me at walmart Mm -hmm. what if we just burned him alive because somebody was like hey that's an that's a potential incubator for the the next fucking messiah yeah for the next messiah yeah Man, yeah. that would be cool. i'd be down for that society that would be cool i would agree with that like i want to be revered for the walking uterus that I am. Well, some would argue that you already are, and that's why life is the way it is. I don't know. Just think about it. I don't know. They it, they want the incubator, not you. That's true. So, so now what we got to do, flip it and reverse it. That's what I'm saying. They needed to hype up Mary, yeah, not as a virgin, yeah. but as a human mother with great intentions and child-rearing skills. So... Again, anyone out there making a new religion, these are your notes. These are your free editor's notes. Um, you're welcome. So, yeah, that's virgin births. Good job. I learned a lot, actually. And I think I didn't realize that, like I said at the top of the episode, I didn't realize virgin births were as common as, like, the flood story. Yeah. Which is also, like, all over. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, so, there you go, everyone. As we continue to chew our way through Christianity, um, just, you know, figuring it out. We still have yet to receive a Catholic listener who is willing to have open discussion with us. And I would also like to preface this. I know we went a little hard last week, and I know at points I get a little hard here. Um, listen to our furry episode and know <laughs> that we can come from a place of um, not understanding Um, but being open. And we can come from a place where we put our bias aside, 
and we um, listen and learn. Yeah, and if a Catholic came in, it would kind of be two on one against Noel. So, (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, It would be super interesting. If anyone is interested, uh, we'd be happy to write out episode notes in advance so that you can see it. And then um, what we've done in the past when we've had interviews is we send the episode to the person before we publish it just to like see if there's anything they want us to take out and we've always taken out anything without argument um it's not gotcha journalism no unless it's pokemon (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh my god um so yeah we're still looking for that person if you are our i would ask my grandma but she's too precious to be brought into this she loves me too much to hate me Um, (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that is our open casting call. And if you know someone, um, but I think that's the caveat is that what we talked about last week, where we don't just want to have a conversation where we ask honest questions and they just say it is what it is, period. Like I would like a little bit of um, me and potatoes behind it. I would like a mm-hmm. little bit of not just because I said so, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to be treated like a petulant child who's asking for ice cream. And it's no, because I said so. I want no. to have um, an understanding and a back and forth. I, I want to get more clarity on it. So I mean, I it, could try to like argue it from the Catholic well, ideal. Well, no, but, but I, I, you don't have your heart and dick in it. So it's not going to count. Because like, true. There is something, even as we talk about this in the Virgin Mary, most other Judeo-Christian religions don't really care so much about the Virgin Mary. The Catholics have altars dedicated to her. Uh, I'm trying to think. I think it is one of the foundations of faith. Like when you make like your declaration of like, I believe in the one and only God born of a virgin birth, uh, born of a virgin birth. And that it's like the Holy Trinity and that he died for my sins. I'd have to look into it. Sometimes I don't know what I'm not allowed to say. And I don't want to say not allowed to, but it's just because I don't know, man, I'm only human. Yeah. It's, um, (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to put that pressure on you to try to learn another religion. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that. And speaking of that, we also have a that in our bios. We are mm-hmm. at Go to Hell Podcast. That is at Sithlard. I am at Noel Fane. And in our bios is a link tree. That link will lead you to our Patreon. A dollar gets you in. We had a controversial episode. It was so funny. Chelsea said, <laughs> oh, look it. It's Sorry, Bear story. came in. It's the bad boy. The bad boy and his little Valentine's Day. I know. I made it. Isn't that cute? It's like the kind that are collars. Yeah. So I got my secret Santa gift and they had little Santa bandanas in there. And then I just copied the sewing pattern to make some um, Valentine's Day. So thank you to my Santa. Super appreciate it. You have clothed my children by providing fabric ideas to me anyway sorry for derailing your rant or your speech no it's okay i love that those are the little dog bandanas that wrap around the collar so yeah that you just fish the collar through it Mm -hmm. love those um anyway we yeah we had a chelsea came in saying i have nothing really to talk about and we ended up talking about two very controversial issues (laughs) (laughs) so dollar gets you in um we also have a link to our merch 100 of the proceeds are donated we still have our two campaigns up for Yuma, Arizona, the Humane Society. Yeah, and- we're still actively sending donations as they come in. Yep. They just have to accumulate. Yeah. So we still have that one up. And of course, we have the Glitter Bomb one up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one will just run in perpetuity. Yeah. Same with Yuma. Yep. And we also have a link to Kelly Holloran or at Wild Woodell on Etsy. She makes cool shit for us and she makes cool shit in general. And shout out to Chelsea for employing Kelly recently. Yep. Literally today. What up? Hit her up. <laughs> Hit her up for all of your design needs. Um, we also have a link to our Discord server, which we are really bad at being in, but everyone else is good at it. So check that out. And I don't know why you'd need it, but links to listen to us, which is anywhere podcasts are heard. Also, we forgot to pause for ad roll for... I'll find it somewhere. Okay. For those of you who don't know, if I put a really long pause in the middle of the episode, it's a lot easier for me to enter the Hellscape commercial. Yeah, Yeah. find the clip. Because you can't just enter it. You got to cut. You got to space. You got to put it in there. You got to take out the silence. It takes me minutes. Yeah, five minutes. (laughs) 
when normally it takes me no time because I don't do it. Yeah. So, I will say I'm sorry if this episode sounds grainy in comparison to last week. I just realized now as I'm looking at myself and ap- actually absorbing what I'm seeing, I'm wearing my headphones and not using my mic. So I almost asked sorry. you about it. I was like, oh, headphones, old school. Sorry. Sorry. I wonder if I sound bad because I use similar headphones. I just got the pink version of what you got. Yeah. No, I think because yours are new, these are like a million years old. These actually came out with the dinosaurs. So I don't I. I think that you underestimate how long we've been doing this because I got this when we started. So yeah, during freaky geeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So same. Before that, actually, these I got these when I started gaming. So I should just get. We should just get like mics. Good microphone. Yeah, with that just sits there. But I lean back and forth a lot. I think that's I why move we yeah. to the headphones. I move around too much, and it's a real yeah. big nightmare. So yeah. you know, sorry about it. Anyway. Um, you know, I'm still trying to decide where I stand on my new stance of not saying hail Satan. So I'm going to say, you know what, actually, I'm going to say hail horror movies, because I think we are in a little bit of a horror renaissance. And I know you don't feel it now, but it's coming. Um, I think it sounds so silly, but, uh, and it's not really horror, but Lisa Frankenstein is made by the same director as Jennifer's Body, and it's going to be camp in a different way, which I love. Um, Shutter is also coming out with a like vintage-looking um, film that's going to be streaming, and I hope that they have filmed it just like they have previewed it in like the vintage grain. It's mm-hmm. called Late Night with the Devil, and it literally looks like a talk show from the '60s. I just you know, and then we have Long Legs with Nick Cage. It's just going to be a cool time. Um, so hail that. This is going to sound dumb. And I'm immediately regretting it. Well, say it. But I'm going to say hail Noel's love for theater and cinema because Oliver was listening to a YouTube interview last night with Quentin Tarantino and he was talking about the spaghetti westerns and all of the art and nuance that went into those films and I said you know what's cool people who appreciate this stuff and the people who put their heart and soul into understanding it and I would say that is you so I would say hail that wow what a little compliment you know Mm -hmm. thank you so much for that I Mm -hmm. do appreciate the cinema girl I stay appreciating it I and uh, this is a lot. If you put books and movies to my head, gun, gun to my head, got to pick one. It's movies all day long. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're the hearing other people when I don't understand it, hearing other people like Quentin Tarantino who understands it because that's his career, break it down. I'm like, there's a lot that goes into the shit. It's not just script interpretation film. There's so much that it changed about the cultural zeitgeist. And I was like, damn. Noel would have known all this information. Oh, absolutely. I mean, still a book that I'm trying to get my hands on is, um, I'm blanking on the name of it, but it's about uh, horror after 9-11 because horror tends to follow the pulse of society at the time um, Mm -hmm. and mirrors the monsters, uh, you know, literally and non-literally that we're facing. So it's it's a super cool book about basically gore porn, things like Saw, and hostile coming out after um in a post 9-11 world so super interesting and cool uh so yeah i'll I'll give a hail to not me but everyone else as well that appreciates cinema um both the brain rot just melts on your tongue like cotton candy shit and then that you gotta sit and chew on it for fucking three days and you got to talk about it. You got to Google it. You're looking on the Reddit. You're trying to understand that shit as well. So shout out. Um, okay. Yeah. Let's get the fuck out of here. All right. I'm going to go watch more Floribama shore fellow, fellow people in the cinema. (laughs) (laughs) Hello cinephiles. I'm going to go watch trash television. This is real art. All right. Uh, bye. Bye. Hellsgate is a supernatural roller derby comic book series dripping of blood, demons, and glitter. Saya is a fresh meat skater with a dangerous crush on her favorite derby player. Desperate to be accepted, she attempts to cast a magic spell in hopes of winning her idol's admiration. 
but instead unleashes a demonic possession that seeks to destroy her and her team at that night's Halloween game. The first issue is out now. Visit hellsgate.com to get your limited edition copy today.